Hello and welcome to episode three of the How to Sleep podcast. Thank you so much if you have been listening to all the episodes so far. I hope that you're hearing useful information. So I've been talking for the past couple of episodes about some of the root causes of this kind of growing sleep problem that we're seeing across the developed world. And today I want to address a key myth that a lot of people have about sleep and that's how much you are actually in control of your sleep. So keep listening to find out more. Welcome to the How to Sleep podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Blakeman, qualified adult sleep coach, a previous sufferer of insomnia and mum of three. I believe that sleep is fundamental to your enjoyment of the life you have worked so hard to create and I support adults like you who are struggling to sleep to get back to sleep and back to living your life in full colour and with maximum energy. This podcast is for you if you are taking ages to get to sleep or waking in the night and can't get back to sleep or both. Keep listening to find out how sleep works, the essential elements you need to get the sleep you deserve and actionable steps that you can take. Okay, so like I said, today's episode, I'm going to explain to you just how much control you actually have over your sleep, even when it feels like you don't have any. And when I was struggling to sleep, this was my biggest frustration. The feeling of a complete lack of ability to help myself, a complete helplessness to get a grip of the situation. And I mean, if you're anything like me, you're used to having some control over a problem and figuring out the steps needed for a solution. So put a few extra pounds on over Christmas, know I need to get back to healthy eating and a bit more exercise. Have I spent too much last month? I know I need to have a look at what I've spent and and get the budget back on track. Got too many emails to get through at work. You know, I need to set aside time to kind of sort that out. So, you know, you get the idea. For a lot of us, we pride ourselves at being able to get a grip But I was completely stuck and increasingly frustrated at my lack of ability to control my sleep. When I did have a good night's sleep, it wasn't easy at all to identify what had triggered that good night. And then there were other nights when I felt like, yeah, I've not had much coffee today and I've done my exercise and I've had a relaxing bath before bed and I feel content and I'm sure I'm not worrying. And then bam, it's like the worst night ever. So the feeling of being at the mercy of something else and you don't know what that is was such a big contributing part to how I felt so extremely disempowered at the time. Maybe you can relate to this right now if you're struggling with the same problem. It's a feeling of a complete lack of control, just being at the mercy of something else. And the knock-on effect of this is that the more you experience these feelings of frustration and lack of control, you start to get more anxious and you focus on the lack of control and frustration. And then what we focus on, we get more of. So you become less in control and more anxious about sleep. And the whole thing perpetuates and feeds off of itself in an ugly cycle. And I remember many nights I would just lie awake and then mentally beat myself up about the fact that I clearly needed to get sleep, but I couldn't. And how sort of ridiculous it was that my mind just wouldn't get it and just go to sleep. I could be simultaneously exhausted and wide awake. So, oh, so much frustration. I Like, I can still feel it. I, I can feel it for you. So let's get into this a, a little bit deeper. The primary reason for our perception that we have no control over sleep is 
obviously that we don't actually have the ability to turn on sleep like a switch. So when we're hungry, we can physically put food in our mouths and when we're thirsty, we can have a drink, but we can't literally flick that switch and put ourselves to sleep when we're tired. So in one sense, we are correct in thinking that we have no control over sleep. But I want you to understand that this is not entirely the full story. And we do, in fact, have a lot of control over a whole bunch of processes which prepare our bodies for sleep. It's just that most of us are not educated on what those are. And so you don't realise what they are and how what you are doing in thinking is affecting the working of these processes. And this is hugely significant because once you understand what these processes are and the control that you actually have over them, you can start taking action. And once you start taking action, you'll regain control and regain the sense of control and your frustration and anxiety around the whole sleep thing will reduce, which in turn will make it easier for you to get to sleep. So you're going to turn the cycle that you're in from a negative one, um, helpless cycle to, to a positive, proactive cycle. So the analogy I want to give you now is based on one of my favourite expressions. And, you know, just to let you know, I have Irish heritage. And so it is part of my fibre to love a good saying, a good analogy. And that saying is, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. And I'm sure that you've heard this phrase. And obviously it means that you can set the scene for all of the things that are needed for someone to do something, but you can't force the other person to actually do it. And this is like sleep. So our actions and thoughts are the equivalent of leading the horse to water, even if we can't actually flick the switch and force our body to take the final step and go to sleep. But the thing I want you to realise here is that you actually have to lead the horse to water first and that you are in complete control of that whole process of leading the horse to water, as in leading your body and mind to sleep, preparing your body and mind to take that final step. And that most of you who are struggling with sleep are not actually leading the horse to water so the horse is never going to drink in fact when the body and mind are ready for sleep flicking the switch happens automatically so as soon as you have effectively led your mind to sleep it will sleep because we are physically programmed to do this and the vast majority of people have all of the physiological processes they need to do that unless they have experienced something like a serious brain injury now i covered all of this in episode number one so I don't want to waste your time here please go back um, over all of that if you haven't listened to that one and I recommend you go back and listen to the episodes in order okay so I hope that analogy was helpful um, in explaining what I mean here and that despite not having physical physical control over the very last thing in the chain of sleep i.e flicking the switch and going to sleep you are in control of all the actions and thoughts that will prepare your body and mind to sleep. So the final act of going to sleep is an automatic process, which will kick in if you have metaphorically successfully led the horse to water. So the point of explaining this to you is to give you some comfort and hope that it is possible to regain control of your sleep, even when it feels like it's not. And I talked in the last last episode about the main reason that you don't currently know how to do this because you've not been educated in the basics of sleep and how it works and some other reasons as well and again I won't repeat myself here I want to keep these episodes nice and short so you can go back and listen to that episode if you are interested in that and now I do want to end by going a layer deeper still because some of you will be thinking well actually Nikki I kind of did know that I kind of knew that I had to prepare my body for sleep and I have been trying things. I have a bath, I drink hot milk, I listen to some meditation, I've tried yoga. 
And for some people, these things work and that's fantastic. But for most people who have persistent sleep problems, taking these actions just doesn't cut it. And that's because the process of preparing for sleep doesn't start half an hour before bed. It starts from the moment you wake up and it's shaped by our thoughts and actions throughout the day. That's how we're designed to work. And it's this piece of the jigsaw that's missing for most people. So you have to be aware and in control of your actions and thoughts in the day, which are contributing to preparing and signaling to your body and mind that you're on a day long journey to sleep in the nighttime. So if you've been trying methods which aim to support you to relax and go to sleep in the evening and they are not consistently working for you, then I would suggest that you try to understand the processes which trigger sleep and how your thoughts and actions throughout the day either are metaphorically leading your horse to water or by 10pm at night that horse is still so far from water it ain't going to get there in the next half an hour even if you drink hot milk. So to sum up, although you can't control the final stage in the sleep process, you are in control of all the other stages, all of the other things that will lead your body and mind to want to take that final step. And if you're not getting relief from some of the quick fixes that you've tried to do in the last half an hour hour before bed, then this could be the reason why. Okay, so thanks for listening. There was so much key information in this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. In the next episode, I'm going to explain why sleep is so important for your success, especially if you're an entrepreneur. Thank you for listening. I hope you found some value in today's episode. If you did, and you know others who would benefit from hearing this information as well, then please share with them. And if you would be so kind as to leave a positive review of the podcast, this will support me in my mission to spread the message of sleep as wide as possible. Thank you so much. If you can't wait until the next episode and you want more guidance right now, then head on over to my website and get access to my free sleep resources. Link in the show notes or follow me on Instagram at Nikki.Blakeman. Wishing you a peaceful night's sleep.